morning, Roshas Halimari, Roshas Lamadala from his base, in the middle of the uh, various halachas and um, halachas we were learning out from Chanot to, to do with Tvilah, and then going into the story with Chanot and explaining the various pasuk in there. We're up to now, um, where it's Ba'oni Amos Secho, which is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, uh, 11 or 12 lines into the wide lines. Two dots, three words into the lines. Ba'oni Amos Secho. She says there that um, she asked HaKadosh Baruch to see the affliction, the affliction of your maidservant. And you shouldn't forget your maidservant. And you should give to your maidservant. Keep seizing this lotion. Amosko, Amosecho. Omer Rabbi Yehsi Be'ebi Chanino, says Rabbi Yehsi Be'ebi Chanino. Gimo, Amosis Halolu Lomo. Why do we find these three expressions of Omo? Omer Chano, let's say HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Chano said before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rebbeinu Shalaylo. Shalaysho Bidkei Misa, Barosho Be'isho. You created in a woman three things which check her for Misa. The Omnilon, some say Shalosha Divke Misa. Some say it's three Divke Misa, which means things which stick to death. In other words, but either way, it means that uh, at the time of Sakono, Rashi says, at the time of Sakono, especially with Bidke Misa, she's checked whether she's got the Zuchus to survive that Sakono. And that's the expression of Amosecho, Rashi says, with Darshaning as, expe- as an expression of mace, of Misa, of death. So there's these three things. Ve'idu'ein, and these are they, Nido, Zechalo, Zahadlokasaner. That a woman at any time of Sarkono, for example, Charles we say, we say, in Bar- we say this already in Bamim Adikin, does she check? Does she keep the halachas of Nidot? Does she keep the halachas of Chalon? Does she keep the halachas of Adlokas Haner? Adlokas Neir Shabbos, in other words. Kolomo, have I been over on any of them? I believe it's been pointed out that the Roshi Tevis of, of Chalon, Ner, and, uh, sorry, Chalon, Nidot, and Haner, or Hadlokas, Hadlokas Haner, is Chalon. I, I believe I once saw that somewhere. But uh, presumably it's these three as well because we have to think about the sin of Chavo. Nidor was the result of the first sin. That's what uh, it says in various foreign that it was the result of the first sin. Nidor, the Epsom, is the idea, is, an ex- is that expression of Misa. That every time in the cycle that uh, ability of life comes to an end and then the cycle starts again. That's the Nidor. Chalo, why does the woman particularly have the midst of Chalo? Because of her sin, Chazal say, because that the Chalosu Shalaylam was taken. Talking about Odom Arishay. Again, the Misa of Odom Arishay. And Adlok HaTanel, is there any connection there? Perhaps because uh, the, the Ner, we, we, the Ner we, know, we know it's in the Shomor, Ner, Ner Hashem Nishmas Odom, also maybe something along those lines. Or, from the other side, maybe because it's Pesach, because it comes together with uh, yeah, so, no, perhaps, 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 perhaps we, could, we, we could say like we could say like that. Well, and in fact, you know what? Because Chazal also say that the Neira Shalayla was also taken. The same idea again. I think they say Neira Shalayla is also, also with a sin. 
And when she keeps these, um, when she keeps these three mitzvahs, she is obviously being mistaken each side of it. Nidor, the idea is, she undergoes the whole thing and then revitalizes, brings back her life again by going to mikvah and starting the whole cycle again. The idea is that she gives the care of life once again. Hence the name Chavot. Chavot, by taking Chavot, she's mistaken the idea that she took Chavot to Shalaylo. And Hadokas Aner is the idea, you bring in Shabbos with, with Neiris, the idea is you Chaviyochol, you so, well, so to speak, go back into Gan Eden, that's, that's the idea of, 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 uh, of Shabbos. So we go back into the Rishos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's, again, there's, there's bigger connections to the Neir, but that's, that uh, will, will, will suffice for us. So, therefore, she says, look, I kept all of these, and uh, therefore, why am I being punished in such a way? Because remember, if she doesn't have children, we say somebody doesn't have children, it's like a mate. And if she says, why am I being deprived of these, of, of these children? Have I been over on any of them? On the contrary, I've been mistaken it, and therefore, I deserve to be the Aim Kolchai, to be able to mother, to mother the, 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 uh, the children. Just before we go on, one, one thing from, uh, somebody pointed out yesterday, I checked it up as well, that the, the Rashbal says, yeah, we had the Gemara yesterday, which says that um, somebody who is a Shikha who davens, it's as if he tells someone the Zorah. He says, what exactly is Peshat in that? So, the, the Rashbal says that Peshat is, because when a person's Shikha, you start seeing all sorts of uh, different uh, things, his, his head starts spinning, and he sees all sorts of things. And he says that is basically the equivalent of, uh, of Avid Zorah. The, the Avid Zorah is the same idea. That a person makes up all sorts of images and makes them to God. Same idea when, same idea when a person's shikha, he's suddenly, and he's davening, he's going to be seeing all sorts of images. He says that is paramount to, to, uh, to Avid Zorah. Carries on the Gemara. Um, and you should give to your, uh, your maid servant, you should give Zera Anoshim. What's this expression of Zera Anoshim? My Zera Anoshim. Omar Rav, Gavro Begubrim. Rav says Pshat is, is Gavro Begubrim, which runs a man amongst men. And Pesach says, I mean, Odom Pirish Odom Sheyeh Choshev Limonis Bein Anoshim. A man who is Choshev to be counted amongst the important men. Ushmuel, or Mashmuel says, Zera Shemoshech Shnei Anoshim. And asking for a child for Zerah, who will anoint two men. Uman Inun, who are they? Shaul the David. As I think it's the God says, this was with, with Ruach HaKedesh. Since the child I'm looking for is somebody who's going to anoint the first two kings of Tzad Yisrael, Shaul and David. Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Yechanan says, Zerah she'shokul kishne anoshe. I want a child who is equal to two men. Uman Inun, who are they? Moshe Aaron. Shmuel was equal to Moshe and Aaron. Shanem, as it says, Moshe Aaron the Chayanov, that Moshe and Aaron were amongst his clan and his priests. Ushmuel the Kaida Eishamai. And Shmuel the Kaida Eishamai, those who call his name. Now, before, before we go on, the, the God asks the obvious question that. How can you possibly equate Shmuel with Moshe? As great as Shmuel our Novi was, Moshe Rabbeinu would have come Novi, owed be a soul to Moshe, we never had a Novi like Moshe. He says, it doesn't mean in terms of how great the, the, uh, a Novi he was. The point is, that Moshe on the one hand, he was a Novi. Did he have much to do, to do with Kahun or serving the Beit Hamikdash? Not very much. 
We know, obviously, in the in the days of uh, when they of the Chanukah Sabayit, should I say the Chanukah Tamishkan? So Moshe Rabbeinu he served there for, for, for the seven days, but in life, other than that, he had very little to do with the actual Avodah. On the other hand, you have Aaron. Aaron was the Kaidol, he was the the Kaidol. The Kaidol should be should be should be crowning the daily. Is he known so much for his nevuah? Of course, we know Chazal. Of course, he was a nobody. But was he known so much for his nevuah? No. Shmuel had both of these. He was a top nobby. Maybe not as great as Moshe, but he was a top nobby. He was known for that, and he served in the Beit Hamikdash. Obviously, as, as a lady, but he served in the Beit Hamikdash for fifty years. He was an Evadoyah. That's what it means he was equal to both of them. He had the Midas of both, of both Moshe and Aaron, and he, so to speak, brought them, brought them to, together. Perhaps. He was the first, with Moshe was 80 years old. He was dedicated, that was his Midas. That was his Midas, yeah, and, and at the end of the day, though, he still wasn't as great as, uh, as, uh, but yeah, you're right, he, he was, he was from birth. Although, truth be told, Moshe was also to a certain extent. He may have not actually been a... Uh, since when he was born, he was already... The, the whole house filled, filled with light. He was already destined to speak. Okay, but... but the truth is, it's a little like, if you want... I'm just thinking now, like, like Yaakov, I mean, he's called the Bechir Sheva Ovis. Was Yaakov the greatest of the Ovis? I don't think he was necessarily the greatest of the Ovis. I mean, yes, his, his children were obviously... Yud Be'i were all, were all righteous. What's the Bechir Sheva Ovis? Avram was one middle. Yitzchak was another middle, and Yaakov was the one who synthesized the two middles. He fused them into one. He's the Bechir Sheba Ovis. So too, you've got here Moshe and Aaron, two different Koychos, if you want, and Shmuel was maybe at a lower level of each one. But he put the two together. He took the Nebuah and the Avod, and he brought them together. Carries on the... So that's that Shah. Carries on the Gemara. Rabbi Yechonon Omar, Rabbi Yechonon says, let me did that one, Rabbonon Omi, the Rabbonon say, Zera Anoshim means, Zera Shemuvla Ben Anoshim. It is Zera, who is literally swallowed up amongst men. What does that mean? Kiyosa Rabdimi, when Rabdimi came along, Omar, he said, this is what she was saying, I don't want him to be too tall, not too short. In other words, it's in height. Veloi koton, veloi alo. Not too thin and not too fat. Veloi sokhar, veloi gichar. Not sokhar is red, not too red. Veloi gichar, not too white. Veloi chokhar, not too white, veloi tipish, and not too stupid. The idea is she didn't want him to stand out. Because if he were to stand out, then obviously, as Rashi says, Yes, he more but any abrius. If he's too short, if he's too big, if he's too fat, people will always be looking at him, eyeing him, and then eyeing her raw will be shaded on him. And therefore, she said, "I just want an average child." Right. The truth is, he may have been born. I don't know. Let's say he was born as a as as, as an average child, but uh, I would have thought he did stand out. I mean. Shmuel Alavi, Shmuel Alavi. I mean, he was uh, not your average sort of guy. Oh, oh. 
That's what I was wondering, whether Ainara, I think we've discussed, I think we've discussed the idea of how Ainara was before, that that's if you're given special gifts. The danger of Ainara, as I, as I think I mentioned, I heard from Rai Fortune, well, one take on Ainara is, one take on Ainara is, that, because people may look at the person and say, ooh, look how rich that person is, look how clever that guy is. And what that does is it puts them in the spotlight, and suddenly in Shemaim there's a big commotion, ooh, look, yeah, Tucker, does this person really deserve it? And if he doesn't, it's taken away from him. But something which a person has worked for, Shmuel wasn't necessarily, according to this, if her spirit was answered, he wasn't born the wisest of all men. He wasn't born the greatest novice. It was because of the dedication of his mother, that his mother dedicated him to the Beit HaMikdash, his own righteousness, his own asmodah. That's what made him into what he became. There's no danger of Ayn Arab, because he worked in it. Like Yitzhak Asadik, why was he above the evil eye? Because he worked in it. Chazal said that he was constantly learning, constantly learning, especially maybe Yitzhak, constantly adding. He was working on himself. That's how he overcame it. Despite that, Yitzhak most definitely stood out. I mean, in Mitzrayim, he couldn't have a bigger, a starker contrast than Yitzhak and Mitzrayim. But he wasn't subject to the evil eye, because in that respect, it wouldn't, it wouldn't affect him. Another, another uh, uh, sorry, God, yeah? Sokhar is, is, is red, Rush says rouge blouse. If you remember your, your, if you're French in school, rouge. Rouge is red, and, uh, and Gicha is white. Too white. Shouldn't be too white. But, uh, the, the, the other take perhaps of Hans and Aina, again, that's not for another time, but just in short, is that Aina Ra means where a person cannot discern the comic of Hashem. Where a person looks at this guy and says, ooh, look how clever that guy is. They don't see any Kuwaitra mind in it. They don't look at the person and say, wow, that, that's an evidence of Hashem. That's somebody who's, who serves Hashem. Look how wise Hashem makes it. They don't see anything in, in it. In other words, if you want the classic example, therefore, a person says, look at that mansion. Look how rich that person is. Instead of, they're going to see, wow, look at this beautiful base I measured. The equivalent in the house is supposed to be, you go to the house, you see all the spoiling they The difference is, are you doing, you building this mansion for your own covet or for the covet of Hashem? Somebody with an iron toe, somebody like Fabro Malvini who's got an iron toe, can discern Hashem in anything. So Fabro Malvini, you wouldn't have to worry. You could build your mansion, you wouldn't have to worry. Fabro Malvini would still manage to find Kurt Shemayim in it. There's somebody like Bilal Marashi who's got an iron or even after I've got a spoiler spoke to him. Even after I thought the said, you're not going to be able to, to curse on each other, what did he say? Continues on. He still fails to see Hashem. You can have the clearest thing of trying. That's the danger of Ayinara. The danger of Ayinara is that many people who got Pachet Ayinara. There are people who don't see the, the glory of Hashem. That's the danger. But with Shmuel Amobi, it was clear to all. I mean, you've got somebody who's serving the way some English for 50 years. It's clear to all that everything he's got in life, which he, as we said, he's got later on, came for Kavod Shomayim. So again, he wouldn't be, it's only that initial stage, things which, as you said, the physical attributes, maybe, maybe people wouldn't see it. So, okay, that's what she says. Then she says, Ani and in the I am the woman who is standing, who stood with you, Bozer. We'll come to Bozer in a second. But first, this word, Imecha. Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, says Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, from here we learn that it's forbidden to sit in the Arba Amis of Tefillah. Says Rashi, what does, uh, says Tosus, what does that mean? 
perhaps Whether we're talking about in front, maybe behind, and definitely at the side. You're not allowed to sit within four armors of somebody who's davening. Now that's, that's what those words there, the Marashal takes out. And I believe the reason is because if you look at the Rosh, for example, he talks about from the three sides. So where are the three sides? In front, one side and the other side. The truth is, perhaps you could have said, what does it mean the three sides? In front, behind, and the sides are counted as one. La Loka as well, if you look at the Machabah, the Machabah just talks about in front and to the side. And there are more as in Vish Omrim, I think he says Vish Omrim, behind as well. Then, Kufteis, when it's brought there, it says, he as in Uveimila Akhurat. And the, the, the Mishpura says, the Khin is Kimah Akhurim, the Akhurim Takamaskim, they say that a person should not sit within Dalit Amis of any direction of the of the Mishpala. Karizon says this, Upushit Shuvatagarim. That Shiva Targaim they explain Dapka the Yeshi Vuvata. That's after you're just sitting around doing nothing. But if he was being Aitik in Kriyashma and her brachas, the Khayitwam or things like these, Afiru Yoshev Shapir Dami. And even if you're sitting there, that's fine. Because again, the whole idea, the whole problem of sitting there is we're not talking about we're going to disturb the person. We're talking about it's not like passing in front of the person which we talked about earlier. So now sitting there. The problem is, looks like a bizarre. This guy's davening, you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs, it doesn't look very good. But if you're sitting there saying Kriyashima, you're sitting there davening something else. Or some even say being Otik and Torah. Some say yes, some say not. They say, I think the Mishwara says, Beth is Fimachna, I think he says, um, at least within the Daladamas. So there it doesn't look like in any way that you're, doesn't look like a, um, doesn't look at, like, like a, like a design or you're being paid or anything like that. So therefore, it's fine to sit within, within the Daladab. Um, he talk, talks about, he talks about standing as well, but, um, there's one other thing, and that is in front. So, Yesh Misha Oymer. Yesh Misha Oymer, this is an Oyam quote, quote from the base Yesh there, he says that this thing of Dalad Amos is only, at the side, or behind, I suppose. But in France, you're not allowed to sit down within eyesight of the person. This is where it comes from, this thing about eyesight. People, people think it's talking about walking in front. It's not talking about walking in front. It's talking about sitting down. Sitting down, you can't sit down in front of somebody who's dominating if there's, if there's, um, if he can see you. The idea is because it looks like when he bows down, he's going to be bowing down to you. Yeah, so he says, based on that, maybe, um, Therefore, standing shouldn't be a problem. Again, he, he speaks about um, standing as well, in such a way, if you're just standing around doing nothing, to something even standing around could be a problem because you're going to be moved up from his kabbalah. The kitzah, he says, that if you are outside of the, of the Daladamit, he says, um, he, he brings from the, from the pre-chadosh, So he took, well, in fact, he himself says at the end, if you're standing outside the Daladamas, he says he definitely doesn't think you have to be master. Again, it says there's a different deity, here, as we've seen, but uh, in front is more master than to the side, as he said. In front can be a problem even, even outside of the, of the uh, Daladamas. Um, 
Well, no, obviously dumbing means something quiet. If you're going to be dumbing aloud, then you'll be serving them when you're sitting down and not sitting down. It's not going to make a difference. You're going to be standing ten hours away, if you're dumbing aloud, you're going to be serving them. That, that, the point is that the... No, and that's what I mean. The idea of sitting within the Daladamas is definitely, as we said, that's what Tosin is clearly saying. It's because it's the Shkinah's there. Yeah, the Shkinah's there. And therefore, it doesn't look very good. It doesn't, doesn't seem very good if you're sitting there doing nothing. If you're clearly doubling it as well, then it's, then, then it's alright. Some say even learn. Some say even learning as well. And the add-on, by the way, it's got to be clear that you are actually doing it. So it's not good enough just to be thinking in the mind. Obviously, we're talking about you're actually saying things, because otherwise it's the piece of the puzzle. It's got to be clear to all what, what you're doing. Now... No, no, that's fine. I mean, as I said, again, you should be, you should be saying Kiyashima uh, quietly. Yeah? Now, in front of him, there's an additional halakha. Besides the fact that in the Daladama, as you said, what it looks like, there's another problem. That is, well, two problems. In front, number one, you've got the, the additional problem that when he bows down, if you're sitting there, then it looks like he's bowing down to you. Now, that can be even outside the Daladama, says Mr. Brooks. Even though we did see with the, with the Reva, yeah, even though we saw with the, with the, um, with the Reva, we said, <coughs> We said that, that was about, in fact, standing pub. We said outside Aladama says that you don't have that problem. It looks like he's banged down to stand, standing, uh, hold on, in behind the road. With Dabba, we talked about standing up over Dabba. There we said outside Aladama says that he said it was, was alright. But here he says, he says if you're sitting down, it can be even further than Aladama, but it looks like he's, when he bows down, it's going to look like he's, he's banged down to But according to that, if you're standing outside, standing wouldn't be a problem at all. He says, however, he says, however, there's an additional problem, that is, that you could be disturbing Since you're directly in front of him, he looks up, he sees you, he says, according to that, it could be even a problem standing around doing nothing. He, as I said, he goes on, he, his mascara is that standing outside the Dalai he thinks he says you can be, um, that, um, One second, yeah. Because he, he says that if you're again, if you're with, with outside of the of the Dalai within his eyesight, right? He can see you. He says that the others see. Even if you're being, if, even if you're reading Kriyashma, it won't help you. In front is always going to be a problem because it looks like it's bang down to your thumb, right? Again, the whole idea within the Dalai is because what it looks like. It looks like, wait a second, you're not doing anything. He's dominating. Why aren't you dominating as well? So if I'm saying Kriyashma, or maybe I'm learning or something like that, so it doesn't look bad. That's fine. In front, there are those who say that in front there's another problem. Forget that problem. Well, don't forget that problem. There's an additional problem. What's that? That it looks like when he bows down, it looks like he's bowing down to you. So the fact that I'm saying Kiyashima doesn't hurt me. Or maybe because I'm disturbing him. In front, it's much more disturbing, as you said. So therefore, that's not going to help you. The fact that you're saying Kiyashima, on the contrary, as you said, maybe it's going to disturb me even more. So therefore, according to that, he says, according to that, they are, it won't help even if you're saying Kiyashima. So Mr. Brewer, what, what, what do I pass in? So he says, um, first of all, he says, the Pichalosh Pasch is like the first day. There's no difference whether it's in front, whether it's from the side. David Amos, that's it. As there is David Amos, you can do what you want. That's the Pichalosh. He says, however, the other Acherinim, they say, no, it's good to be Mahmoud like the Yishmi Shaimah, that in front is always going to be a problem, even if you're saying Kriyashima. So to Mr. Brewer, he makes a Hakral between them. He says, that if you're standing and it's outside of the David Amos, he says, Bavadai in the Hakmid, and he says, perhaps even within the Daladam. If you're standing, you don't have to start worrying. It's only the sitting. Sitting, maybe you should be Mahmeh, even outside of the Daladam. So the kids are, 
it's good to be Mahmir not to sit directly in front of somebody who is done Shemana Eshe, even if you're still saying Gresh. Uh, it's good. You've got, you've got what to rely upon. You've got the pre Chodosh, as we said, especially if you're outside of the, of the, of the Dalai um, that's, um, that's, that's, that's basically the way the, the way Mr. Brewer runs it through. Now, there are a couple of Hetayas, and those are going to be if you've got um, somebody who is weak. Somebody who's weak because, again, it's clear the reason why he's sitting down is because he's weak. He's ill, he's old, he's feeble. So that is also not, not, not going to be a problem. Oh, exactly. So, so with, with, oh, very good. So it says the Mishabura, very good. So if that 32 man is sitting at the side, they're sitting in front, don't do that. Even in other words, if you're feeling weak, go to the side of the person. Good, very good for what you said there. Oh, okay, that's, 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 that's the side of We'll come to in a sec. Right? So, um, as I said, this, this, this colour of somebody's week is a yesh misha'ima, and says the, says the Shabarabi yesh nifmech al the morabim yeshele the kalah daladamas v'neshek shab. If you can't easily get out of the daladamas and sit down there, you can rely upon it. Okay? So, let's just take, before, before we come to what, what, what you mentioned in a second, let's take a classic example of the first finisher Shemanetra, and he wants to say, Tachan. So what do I do? So Tachan means I'm going to be double. So don't, re- don't sit down in front of it. Ideally, ideally we're saying, not even outside of Dhamadam. So tr- don't get involved in the Mark Rather, what you should do is, go to the side. If you can't sit out, if you can go outside Dhamadam, then all the better. But if not, you'd be able to sit within the Dhamadam because you're going to be Dhamadam. There's no problem. You're clearly Dhamadam, you're going to be saying Tafanam. So it wouldn't be a problem. No, if you're standing at the side of them. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're at the side, so... Another thing is as well, in fact, the team may have heard this, he does mention it in this halakha with regards to sitting down, the possibility of a mechitza being good. If you've got a mechitza there, which he says is ten far from high, I think four... Um, where, where's, where's he gone? And four, um, four to from wide then you can sit on the, uh, the other side of it, he says. Because he says that the, the, this is the head of the Chai Yodam. Okay? But he says, he brings the Chai Yodam and says that only helps with sitting down. When we talk about parking in front of somebody within their Daladana, there it doesn't help. So let's say, for example, if you want to, there's somebody davening there, just behind the bimmer, and you, you want to walk past, what I do is I'm going to walk over the bimmer. The bimmer's a separate rishush, you can't get a better machitza than that. He says you shouldn't do that. This is what, what again, what the Mishaburah, there are, I think there are Makinim on these sort of things, but uh, this is what the, what the, what the, what the Mishaburah says, he says, Yesh lahachmer, he says, Lavar ba'alam, damara, or something which is a bimah, basically, you should be mafia not to pass over, even if there is shus, definitely out tonight, you shouldn't do that, but to sit on the bimah, if you want to sit down, that's an ideal place to sit down. Go up on the bimah, you may stand out a little bit, but you can sit down there, no problem. Sorry? Because you're passing within Daladama, you're passing right in front of the person. No, it's if you're already up there, let's say. Yeah. Or, if you come up from this side, I suppose, 
expect you to come up from the sides and sit down, sit down directly in front. As opposed to walking straight across him, that's always the problem. Okay, they said that the paths are the armakina. The last halacha, which is what Jeffrey mentions, is what if I was there first? I was sitting there first. This guy comes in and decides to start dabbing there. So the halacha is, I was there first. I don't have to move. <coughs> he came into my territory. If you want to be extra good, want to be extra kind to the person, extra righteous, fine. You can move. You're not the to move. You're not the to move. But they say this is only if. So let me let, let me answer your question here. Eighty. What about eighty? Who was there first, eighty or Tana? Eighty. Eighty was there first. Then Hannah came along and started dabbing. And she says, Aniyo Ishan is service in the Chobos there. And we said from here we learn that you can't, we haven't yet seen where we learn this from, we'll see in a second. But here we learn that you can't sit within the Daladam. How do you, because Eighty did some middle Chasidah say, Eighty was there first. If this is going to be the source of your halacha, you can't start bringing in middle Chasidah say. If he was there first, why was it also for him to sit there when she doesn't? Help if it's within the Daladamas, we said even behind according to the way we're passing it. And again, if it's behind, then you haven't got a source of Allah. Correct. But he was there first. I'm not going to say to move. You know what the, so you know why? Because there's another Allah. The, the God brings answers to this question with this Morgan Avrot. Because, it's the Bach as well, who said, it's the Bach who originally says it, that, um, says like this, that if you come, if I was sitting there first and you come, I don't have to move. That's if, let's say, I'm in a private house. But if it's in a shul, a shul is made to double. So you can't say to the guy, why do you come in here to double, go somewhere else. He says, this is, this is the place where, where this is made to double. On the contrary, this is the whole point of the, of the Beit HaKnet. And who wants to ask the question then? Where was Hannah Davani? Huh? Yes. Well, based on Hesus. Based on Hesus is the place of Abedah. That's why he has to move. And so does that. He says, even if you've got fixed places, even if you've got fixed places, um, what does he say? He says, He says, what if, you're like this one, let's say, I'm sitting in my place. I paid good money for this place in the shul. And some guy comes and decides to start doubling behind me. Do I have to move? I, I paid, this is my place. For all you know, he didn't pay for that place by me. He says, so this should be master. A shul is made for doubling, the person's got a right to double that. Even though you were there first, and it's your place, you paid for it, some people, some people wouldn't, wouldn't like that one, but um, he says, however, the one exception is if you're being open and paid. If somebody came in now, you're sitting in your place, which, that was your place, which you had, it's your place in the shul, and you're sitting there learning, and he comes and starts coming next to you, you don't have to move. And he says, culture came, 
if uh, you've got a shear going on and people come in and start dominating, the shear doesn't have to move. They were there first, you've got Torah there, they're not the Torah to move. I'm not, he says, and there wouldn't even be Midas Chasidus in that. Okay, even though we talk about Midas Chasidus, that's not if you've got a shear going on. Okay? Exactly, exactly, presuming that, that is the reason. Minus Chasid is only because you want to try and that guy shouldn't be doubling that. Do you want to save him from doing an Aveda or do you move? But you're not the first to do so. Sitting down, I think, always looks in some ways looks looks a little worse, no? It's it's what it looks like anyway. You're right, it's not obviously they're not banging down to you anyway, but it looks like a little I think it's more just sitting down. We had it with the Afeli Rabba even though he was standing up. We did have it even though he was standing up then. Okay. So Because, because we've said that if to the side, if you're sitting there saying Kriyashima, you're, you're not the to get up. Because the whole reason at the side and behind why you can't sit within the Dhamma is because it doesn't look very good. The Shkhinah's there, this guy's down and you're sitting there doing nothing. What does it look like? But if you're saying Kriyashima at the same time, it's not a problem. As long as you're actually mouthing it, you're not just thinking and learning. But in front, the Francis may have, that's the Yishmi Shaymeh, in the front you could have additional problems. So even saying Kriyashma wouldn't help you for those. Yeah? Let's just see that the other places, perhaps we should have seen this beforehand. If it would have written, um, yeah, Imacha is Mashma within the Arab Amis, which is Imacha Mali Behe. How does it show me anything about these Arab Amis? Because it's written Imacha with a He. Kerema, what I mean to say is, Shalom HaYeshe B'Seich Arba Amis Shalom Kiyem B'Chameshet. Imcha, she says, I was standing here with you. Implying, Imcha means, where were you? Hey, in the fifth Amma. That's how we're dashing it. Okay, it's a, it's, it's, it's a draw shot. And we see from that, therefore, the Eidi B'Dafka was sitting outside the Dalit Amas when she was doubling. Carries on the Gemara. El Anar Hazei Hispalolti. He said, I govern for this child. Omer Rabbi Lozal says Rabbi Lozal, Shmuel made a halacha lifnei Rabbi Hoya. Shmuel, he passed in the halacha in front of his Rebbe. Shenemad says, Vayishchatu et hapor, and they shechted the, the bull, the cow. Vayovyu et hanar and Eidi, and they brought the lad that Shmuel, they brought him to Eidi. So ask him, what's the connection? Mishum de Vayishchatu et hapor, because they shechted the, the cow. Eviu hanar el Eidi. Because they shafted the bull, they brought the, the Nar to Eidi. What's the connection? Elo Omar and Eidi. Rather, Eidi said to them, Koru Koyen. Go call a Koyen. Lazy Vrishchetzi. She come and shaft the animal. So Chazonu Shmuel, Dabu Mahadri, Bosa Koyen, the Mishcha. So Shmuel noticed they were looking, researching for a Koyen to shaft. Omar the Husa, Shmuel said to them, Loma the Kula Adore, Bosa Koyen, the Mishcha. Why do you have to go looking for a Koyen to shaft? Shechita bezor kashera. Shechita can be done by a non-kain. So I saw the kamei de'edit. They brought him in front of edit. 
And Omalein, Eli said to him, from where do you get this halacha from? Omalei said to Eli, Mikasif, does it write, Vashokhat HaKoyen and the Koyen Shoshef? It says, Ve'ekribo HaKoyanim Kasif. Ve'ekribo HaKoyanim, I should have said. And the Koyanim will do the Akrova, that means the Kabbalah Sadam. The accepting of the blood and then sprinkling the blood, the Halacha, we dash in the Kabbalah, the Eloch Mitzvah Koyanim. Only from receiving the blood and onwards does it have to be done by the Koyanim. Ve'ekribo HaKoyanim. Only the Akrova, which starts from the Kabbalah Sadam, that's got to be by the Koyanim. They come from here, we learn, the Shechita Shekesher Bazar. That's the way we passed it. The Shechita does not have to be done by Kain, it can be done by Azar. So Omar Lehi, the Eidi said to him, Neymar Shapir Ko'omart. What you've said is very good, you're correct. Mihu, however, Meira Halacha Bethnei Rabach At. You've been over, you've, you've, you've passed the Halacha in front of your Rebbe. Bukhara Meira Halacha Bethnei Rabach, anyone who does that, Chayav Misa is Chayav Misa. So Asya Khan Khan came along because Sobcha came and she was crying out in front of Ali. I was the woman who was standing dominating for this child. So Omar Law said said to her, Shokili, leave me alone, the answer so I can punish him. And I'll 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 beseech, I'll get Rachamim and the Yoyvloch and HaKadosh Baruch will give you something even greater than him. So Omra Lisa, she said to him, El I'm not interested in another child. I don't for this child. The God says beautifully, you know why this child? Says, I don't want something who's greater than him. How are you going to get me something who's greater than him? Because HaKadosh Baruch will give him greater gifts. What did she say above? I don't want a child who's got abnor- you know, above average gifts. I want an average child. I don't want an Ayinara. This is the perfect child I want. I don't want another child. And on top of that, I don't have to go through all the pain again. This is the child I want. I love him. This is the child I want. Tosus asks, Why does he marry Allah of Ne Rabbah? Ah, says Tosus, The other people should have the funnel. Even though he hadn't yet learned in front of him, there's a very important, uh, very important halacha which comes out of this Tosus. At this stage, Shmuel had just been brought up to the Beit HaMikdosh. You can imagine this two or three year old child here. Three year old child, two, three. He's suddenly saying to Shmuel, he's passing a lot to Shmuel. But uh, that's what we're talking about. He hasn't yet learned from him. Mikol Mokhim, nevertheless, God al You have to remember, Eli was the God al-Azor. Ubalil And he's come to learn in front of Eli. And Rabbi Kriyeg is ready to sign, I think it's actually a Radvaz. No, it's a Trimatadashan. Trimatadashan, sorry. Who says this is two separate answers. In front of the God that I deserve, whether you've learned from him personally or not, you're not allowed to pass in Allah. And even the God that I deserve. And number two is, if you come to learn from him, that's why you made this journey, you come to the yeshiva to learn, you're not allowed to pass in Allah in front of him either. Even if you haven't yet learned anything from him, that's why Shema was there, just to learn from Eli, and that's why he was Chayav Misa. But she said, no, I doubt but this child is not interested in another child. Carries on the Gemara. And Chano was speaking literally on her heart. Omar Rabbi Loza, Mishim Rabbi Yisim ben Zimra. Says Rabbi Loza in the name of Rabbi Yisim ben Zimra. She was davening over the matters of her heart. Meaning like this. Omar on the form of, she said before Hashem, Rebbeinah Shalayla, 
Everything you created in a woman, you didn't create anything for nothing. You gave eyes to see. Ears to hear. A nose to be able to smell. A mouth to speak. Hands with which to do, to, to do work. Feet with which to walk upon them. And you gave breath in order to feed a child, to nurse a child with them. These breaths that you've given on my heart. Lama, why do you give them to me? <coughs> Was it not to feed a child with them? Give me a son and I will be able to feed him with them. You've created with me, you've created with You've created me with a cadence of mother, a child. You haven't given me the child. Another statement of Rabbi Rosa, Mashim Rabbi Yisim and Zimra. Same, same, uh, same person who's, who's, same Bala member. Anyone who sits fasting on Shabbos, they will tear up for him a gazadin, a bad decree of 70 years. Even if over, he's got a, a, a decree hanging over him for, for a 70 year, so to speak, sin, Rashi says, How can you have a 70 year decree? Rashi says, what I mean to say is, it was already decreed 70 years ago, at the beginning of his life. So I'll tear it up. And Rashi says, why? Because it's very, very difficult to fast on Shabbos. Because he's watching everyone else. Everyone else is is, uh, is, is, is fasting, is, sorry, is enjoying food on Shabbos, extra special food, and he's having to fast. Therefore, the, the extra, the extra inuit, the extra affliction which he undergoes, will be mechapeh for 70 years. even so, They will take retribution for him for the din of Oenek Shabbos. At the end of the day, he's been the master of Oenek Shabbos. So Maita can't say, what should he do about it? What can he do about it? So, He should fast another fast the next day to be Mechapeh for the fasting of Shabbos. Now, what are we talking about here? Why did the guy just decide to fast on Shabbos? If you take a look at Tosus, Tosus tells us why. We're talking about something who had a bad dream, and therefore he had to fast. The chini saw the medrash tehillim, said you find the medrash tehillim. Somebody sits in a tanis chalim on Shabbos, pirish b'hagz b'hagz, right? Should say aninu in a kind of tzor. He can even fix it as a separate bracha for itself. As long as it's not within the eighteen brachos, it's not a problem. The Rosh speaks about it uh, at slightly greater length, but that's what the, the Baha'i writes. It's not inside the actual Shemun Afterwards, you can fix it as a separate brothel. You can't start adding extra brothels inside. I need it, yeah, sure. So, um, oh, so, so, what, what, so, so what we're seeing here is the person who has to pass through the time of Shabbos. So it'll be Mechabi, it'll be Mechabi in 70 years, as you said, 
But at the end of the day, he wasn't Vassal, the Oneg Shabbos, and therefore, he has to fast the next day to be Makhata for that as well. Just as an aside, is a person allowed to fast on Shabbos? Some of those are person allowed to fast on Shabbos. See, Colin's shaking his head. Is that the Makhata? The Makhata Sakharin. I'm talking about someone who enjoys fasting. It's not a diet. He wants to fast. I mean, if that gives him, that is his enjoyment of Shabbos. He enjoys fasting. <coughs> So it depends what is the mitzvah of Shabbos. Is it, is it Oenek Shabbos or Simcha? This is what, what uh, Rabbi Kivega writes. He proves in his struggles. He says that Yom Tov is Simcha Shabbos. Sorry, Simcha Yom Tov. Simcha means that ain't Simcha out of the bottom of the eye. And therefore, there's no other way. You can't fast. You can't get Simcha from fasting. Therefore, Yom Tov, you can't fast. But on Shabbos, it's Oenek. Oenek means you've got to get enjoyment from it. And if it gives you enjoyment, I think it's this way around, if it gives you enjoyment to fast, and so be it. I mean, it's not the most normal sort of guy, but if that's what gives him Oenek, he would be allowed to fast. However, there are those who are asking the Chassan. So far, argues on it. Uh, he says, no, not true at all. Remember, besides that, there are those who say there is an element of Simcha on Shabbos. I think there's an area who writes there's an element of Simcha on Shabbos. So once Simcha comes into it, you wouldn't be allowed to fast, even if that's what gives you enjoyment. You have to eat on Shabbos. Carries on the Gemara. words upwards, in other words, against Shemayim. She spoke very... Um, I wouldn't say in a chutzpahdikah way, but uh, very outright against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shanem, as it says, Vatisparel al Hashem. And she davened on Hashem. What does that mean, she davened on Hashem? Melami disteach the Hashem, Yitichot devarim klapi malo. She cast her words against Hashem. Like we've seen already, the way she spoke. But I once heard, when it comes to devarim shabaruchni, it's a person, it's got to be done in a respectful way, but a person can be very outright. A person can say to our Polish I want you to give me the, the brain to understand, to, to be able to, to learn and remember Shasta, no part of because if you don't, I don't want to live. Sounds like a threat to Hashem. You might as well take my life. There was, there, there was somebody who, who spoke about it, I think, in Nas or something, these, these sort of things. Rabchaim Shmulevich, I think, speaks about it. There's a game from uh, Fortune, this idea. But a person has a right to speak like that. And that's what she was doing here. Because again, she wasn't just asking for a child because she just wanted a child. She wanted a child because she wanted somebody who was going to serve Hashem. Vomer Rabbi Lozan says Rabbi Lozan, Eliyahu also spoke like that towards Hashem. Shanaman says, He said to Hashem, You are the one who turned their heart backwards. Kabiyochan, he said to Hashem, you're to blame for the fact that they're serving, serving Abu Dazara and they've, they, they've got the wrong end of the stick. So about the, the, the false prophets and things. Omer Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yitzchak, Minayin shechot ha'akodesh baruch hu v'hoed alayla eliyohu. From where do we know that ha'akodesh baruch hu was Kabiyochal, he was retracted and he was maskim teliyohu, dechsev azirayt v'asher hariyoti. Rashi, perhaps just, just, just take, take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Rashi of the cross, you take a look at the beginning of the passage there, it says, Oisva has to leo vahani zokho, 
It's talking about there the, the, the lame, he says, and will gather in, the, the ones who have sort of been pushed away, that I may go back. I, you're right, Eliyahu. I was the one. It's not, he's not, Rashi says in the previous Rashi, he's not speaking to Eliyahu, this is a Micha now. But he's saying that after a time, in other Nebuahs, you will find that our Kodesh Baruch Hu was Maskim to the Taina of Elion. That I caused this, we're going to see, that Hashem says, I made the Yitzhah, therefore I'm to cover off and I'm to blame. Now, with all these sort of things, we're going to see it again, that our Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Chodah our Kodesh Baruch Hu Our Kodesh Baruch Hu is not Chodah, and our Kodesh Baruch Hu is not Maskim to anyone. What does that mean? It's very important to realize the Rashi brings it to the Shah Goddess from Rab Haigon, what it means to say is, again, as this, this, this idea is so important, it means from our perspective. Of course, our Kodesh Baruch is not say there. He doesn't change his mind. That's just the way. That's just the way. I think he says, basically, from our perspective, it's more a way of saying that Hashem was masking. He said, Moshe, yes, you're, or in this case, Eliyahu, quite correct, what you said. I think he actually adds a little bit to that. that, that, that that's the... That is the basic idea. That is Hashem. We'll continue with this, uh, with this sugi of Hetiak Florence Lapimalo tomorrow. That is Hashem.